Well, Razorback fans, Arkansas got a win on the road for the first time this season. So let's talk about it. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of the John Neighbors Show on Natty State Sports, which you can catch every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 on Natty State Sports and nattystatesports.com. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet is $5 or more actually wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Hope everybody's having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Thursday as uh, I'm officially moved from Little Rock here in Fayetteville. It's done. It's official. Uh, so the whole going back and forth, I was unable to put up a podcast yesterday because I was driving down to Little Rock. So from here on out, smooth sailing. Totally. Totally. No problems at all, right? Yeah, we'll see. Let's hope. But either way, appreciate everybody's patience and everything. But how about that? Arkansas getting a dub. Much needed, right? Arkansas taking on to Missouri on the road. Missouri sucks. Like, can we just get that out of the, out of there? Like, Missouri sucks. So I am not going to sit here and try to pretend that this win is some sort of huge upset, even though Arkansas was six-and-a-half-point dogs, and your boy over here won some big money on it. So appreciate that. But it was, it was a game that Arkansas needed. They needed to go up against a team that was inferior, and Arkansas needed to showcase themselves a little bit and showcase that they still are fighting for something, which we'll talk about here in just a little bit. But what an offensive performance by Arkansas. Again, I know Missouri sucks. And honestly, the final score being 91-84 to 84 is not really indicative of how much in control Arkansas was in this game. Like, they led by 23 points early in the second half. And really, Missouri just hitting three straight threes at the end of the game is what made it even be a close final score. But the game was never really in doubt. Arkansas was in control of this game the entire time. Now, here's what's crazy. We're going to talk about some of the particular players. But I I was talking to my my guys on Natty State Sports about this. Tremont Mark, to me, is one of the quietest 20-point guys I have ever seen. Like, he had 22 points in this game. Now, I know that he, he was doing well. He played well. He had some good good shots and everything. But when I look at the end of the game, it's like, hey, I had 22 points. I'm like, what? How? When? I didn't know that. It's awesome. But it just never seems like he actually has 20-point games when he does. But he played really well. 22 points, 8 of 13 from the field. I mean, offensively, Arkansas was just great. We'll, we'll just start there. Arkansas shot 54% from the field. It's hard to get beat when you do that. They shot 66% from three-point land. Now, let's be honest about it. They went four of six. They only shot six three-pointers in this game, so kudos to them. And then they shot 81% from free-throw line. So get that. 54%, 66%, and 81%. But here's the thing. Missouri shot 46% from the field, 50% from three, and 91% from the free throw line. 
and Arkansas was still able to get a pretty dominating win. Both teams played good offensively. Missouri at least shot well offensively. Without a doubt, it was Arkansas's best game, and especially in the paint. I mean, this game was just all Arkansas getting whatever they wanted inside. 56 points in the paint for Arkansas. Jamal Mark was a big part of it, but shout out to both Makai Mitchell, happy birthday, Makai, as well as another great performance by Jalen Graham. Those are the two guys. We'll start with Makai Mitchell. Now, Makai Mitchell had a great game against Kentucky, and he had a great game against Missouri. And I really hope that continues. Not saying it will, but Makai had 19 points, 14 rebounds in this game, two assists, and actually didn't get credit with the box shot, which I thought he had one, but still. 19 points, 14 rebounds, 8 of 13 from the field, playing in 34 minutes. Outstanding performance by him. Outstanding performance by him. I mean, you could not ask for anything more. And then you throw in Jalen Graham, who Jalen Graham only played 25 minutes in this game. He did foul out. But Jalen Graham, get this stat line. 13 points, only had one rebound. But he had four assists, four steals, and three blocks. So get that. 13 points, only one rebound, but four assists, four steals, and three blocks. He did have three turnovers. Arkansas had 15 turnovers in general. But a great, great game out of uh, Jalen Graham, and he was feeling himself out there too. Yet Trevon Mark Henry mentioned him at 22 points. And then Keon Minifield also had 16, which I wouldn't have guessed. But uh, Keon played 32 minutes in this game, 4 of 11 from the field, 2 of 3 from three-point land, made all of his free throws. 16 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, only 1 turnover. And I uh, played a really good game. It's crazy to think that your leading assist man was Jalen Graham. That just still blows my mind. And he also led the team in steals and in block shots. <laughs> just wild. That's wild. But, I mean, really everybody played pretty well for the time that they were in there. Even Layden Blocker, he put in nine points. Chandler Lawson had the best plus minus. He had plus 11. 16 minutes of play at six points, three rebounds. So, I mean, it was just a lot more fun, aesthetically pleasing game for the Razorbacks to actually, like, watch for a change. It was nice to see. It was nice to see. And so... Shout out to to the Razorbacks and to the team and to getting this done because this was this was desperately, desperately, desperately needed. And it was crazy seeing Connor Vanover in the game. Uh, he struggled a little bit. He had seven points, did a three, played 14 minutes, seven points, four rebounds, and an assist, a turnover, and a blocked shot. But that was really it for him. I mean, shoot, if it wasn't for Tamar Bates for Missouri, the dude had 29 points. Like, the rest of the team is, like, they were garbage. And that is really surprising to me. And I'm not using this just to crap on Missouri, although maybe I am a little bit, but they were so bad. It was almost like if Arkansas didn't have full control of this game and didn't take care of business the entire time, it was going to be a pretty major, pretty major deal. So... I'm I'm just happy. I'm just happy we get to actually have a win to talk about, good performance to talk about. Arkansas is now 11 and 10 in, in overall, and exactly uh, making the whole world just change in front of their eyes. But they're two and six in conference play, and they have a game against LSU coming up in Baton Rouge this Saturday. 
at 11 a.m. And LSU's not good, but not bad. So I have a chance to kind of get things going a little bit. Still got a long season in front of them. Still got to see a lot, but I will say that Arkansas has played much better, not only in this game against Missouri, but even the game against Kentucky. I know they lost, no moral victories, but compared to where they were, the games leading up to that point, it's looked really good. A lot better. Still got a lot of work to do, but it's it's looked a lot better. So hopefully they keep it up. Hopefully they keep it up. If Makai Mitchell keeps playing like he's playing, this, if him and Jalen Graham have the games that they did tonight and continue to have those games pretty frequently, Arkansas is going to have a really, really good year. Or, let me rephrase it, a really good finish to SEC play. It's hard to have a really good year right now, right, if you're not making the NCAA tournament. But I'll tell you what, let's talk about that and what this team's playing for. Because what are they playing for right now? Well, let's get into that in a second. But first, happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch and grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets, especially in the parlays and the prop bets and all that fun stuff. And FanDuel has so many ways for you to get to really end the season with a W or two or even three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many players will be scored, or how many points will be scored by each player, and so much more. New customers, join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports book of the NFL. You are Locked On Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, What are the Hogs playing for? What are they playing for? That's the ultimate question that I have for this team. Because I will say that... The effort and the urgency, the t- togetherness, if you want to call it that, it's been much better over the past two games. Does it mean anything? No. I mean, they still are in a position to not make the NCAA tournament. And it would take a run of epic proportions for Arkansas to make the NCAA tournament. I mean, you're talking about what's in at 11 and 10, 2 and 6 in conference play. You'd have to go at worst 11 and 7 in SEC play, which would mean that Arkansas would have to go 9 and 1 the rest of the way to even have a, a, a conversation. That's before the SEC tournament. But let's, that, let's be realistic. That's not happening. You have Tennessee at home. You got. Kentucky on the road, you got Alabama on the road, you got AM on the road. It's just not in the cards. The only way that the NCAA tournament's going to happen this year for Arkansas is if they actually win the SEC tournament. Which, you know, maybe, possibly, could happen, but probably not likely. So what are they playing for? What are they playing for? 
Well, there's no doubt that the drama surrounding the program and with the departure of Devo Davis and the rumors that have been swirled around all over the place uh, has been one that's, I wouldn't call it alarming, but just ones that's gotten people curious as to why this is happening. Now, people have their own theories on everything, and I'm not going to sit here and dive into any of the rumors because even Daniel Musselman went out on Twitter and talked about how they were completely and totally untrue, the ridiculous rumors, you know. But even the one about Muss, possibility of him leaving. I'm, uh, you know, I was someone who thinks it's still a possibility. But I think the more I thought about it is that maybe it's a conspiracy theory, maybe it isn't, maybe it's not. Like, I don't know. But, like, I think that there could be a lot to be said about maybe it's, you know, Musk kind of just, uh, or at least the camp of Musk kind of trying to get their way, whether it's an NIL deal or more NIL money, putting pressure on it. You know, I could see that happening, but that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about what this team has to play for, and that's kind of what leads into it is you play for pride. You, you want to be able to continue to get better, and you also want to show that you're not giving up. And who knows? Maybe some of the drama surrounding the program, maybe some of the issues, maybe some of the departures, maybe some of the, you know, having certain guys off the team right now. Maybe that's helpful. Maybe that's something that'll work. That's what you can hope for, right? Well, at this point, I really hope that they just figure something out. I'm trying to choke on myself right now. I really hope that they just continue to play as one and continue to just be giving the Razorback faithful something to play for. Because to me, there are so many things that could happen towards the end of this year that could really springboard you into having some sort of great finish, knowing the regular season, spoiling somebody's season a little bit too, like winning a game you maybe shouldn't. Or maybe showing that there's still some hope. That there's still reasons to believe that this team, this program, with all the stuff that they've gone through so far this year, can rise above it and elevate and be able to show that even though it may not be the ending or even the season that everybody wanted, it's still got life. It's still got promise. It's still got hope. Because to be honest, that's what most people just want. They want hope right now. And can you provide that? You know, Devo Davis being off the team, and then there's no sign of him. Like, there's no you know, post on social media. Like, I don't know what if anybody knows where he's at. Trevin Brazil hasn't been playing. He's been out with an injury. It just seems like, and I'm not saying it's anything negative against those guys, but I'm just saying that it seems like the team cohesively has been so much better. Maybe there's something to that. Maybe it's just a coincidence. Maybe, just maybe, this is what the team needed. So, play for pride, but play for yourselves, play for the program. Maybe even play for next year. That would be nice. Give me something to root for. Make it enjoyable somehow. 
That's all I ask, selfishly. Folks, I know we come to sports to escape some of the crazy realities of real life, but we need to talk about preparing for real life because we always want to be prepared, right? Well, according to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics, and it's right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade, and that is scary. Trust me. If someone has had the flu twice already, it's been pretty rough. So I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than somebody that's close to me or close to you uh, getting sick while the supply chain issue kept them from getting the life-saving medication that they needed. Well, thankfully, everybody's going to be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, and among others. This stuff could happen to really any of us. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter, and it will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than for today. So go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your next order. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. So the month of February is officially here. It's amazing we've already gone through a month of 2024. And, you know, January, February has always been about the basketball side of things, which it should be. It rightfully should be. Basketball's a fun time. It's awesome. It's it's great. It's it's enjoyable. Usually, usually is at least. It should be at least. But at this point in time, it's a matter and a question of, okay, well, what else is going on in February? They don't have a chance at the NCAA tournament. Well, what else is happening? Well, you may not realize this, folks. But you actually have baseball starting up this month. Razorback baseball is starting up this month. I believe they're going to be going up against James Madison in some random four-game series starting in mid-February in Baumwalker Stadium. I'm sure the weather will be awesome. If it was anything like it was today, I'll take it. But... You got baseball. And then they have the, I don't even know if it's called the College Baseball Showdown. It's what it was last year. It's kind of the, it's something different, but it doesn't matter. You have games in Arlington, which I'm going to be at, by the way. And that's going to be a lot of fun. So hopefully a lot of people make the trip for that, which I'm sure they will. And um, later in February, and Arkansas is going to be taking on Oregon State. I'm sure there'll be no bitterness there. As well as taking on Michigan and Oklahoma State down in Globe Life. So that's going to be awesome. But the hype machine is really going to start to get going for baseball here very soon. And I know Razorback fans are looking for something that can provide some winning. And the baseball team is definitely going to do it. And we're going to get closer to that and start preparing for it and start really diving deep into who's going to be the good, the bad, and some stuff to work on. How is it going to all play out? But it's amazing how I feel like baseball is such a spring sport. But in February, I know it's always that way, but, man, I wish it wasn't. Actually, no, I am, I'm glad it is. You're always glad it's here whenever you need it because basketball hasn't been that great. And baseball is going to provide that. So at least you have that to look forward to and make that work. But overall, it's going to be a fun month. I think it's going to be a better month. Uh, I guess signing day, even in football, technically is happening this month. Isn't that crazy? It's not the early signing period. It's like actually signing day is still happening in football. 
So that'll happen. And then once March comes around, you have spring football as well as baseball getting back into the full swing of things and who knows what basketball is going to look like. But uh, it should be a lot of fun, though. It should be a fun month and hopefully a great month and a much better month than the month of January or December or November or October or September. It's been a rough few months, Razorback fans. Let's just hope it gets a lot better, huh? Cheers to 2024. Making it so much better than what uh, than what some of the things were provided in 2023. Either way. Appreciate everybody listening and watching into the Locked on Razorbacks Rex podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at John Neighbors Show for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.